Duels and Duels. So, quick question, what do you call a pig that does karate? Uh, I have no clue. You don't want to phone a friend? I mean, I can phone someone. They're not going to know either. A pork chop. <laughs> yes, hello no. everyone and welcome to the first episode of Dadstalgia which is a new podcast that I dreamt up while on a paternity leave that is essentially just a Swiss army knife of a podcast where I will cover everything from movie and TV reviews, sports stuff, though I am the furthest from an expert in any sport you can muster, all things nostalgia, parenting topics, and much more. Why dadstalgia, you might ask yourself. Why, why do you think I called it dadstalgia? Well, because you're a 90s kid at heart and you're a dad. That is very close. It is because I am a dad and I do love reminiscing about things from my past, a.k.a. I am nostalgic. So no, this is not some dudes club podcast that I do intend to invite a variety of voices like my guests that you can hear. Who would like to join and just BS about anything and everything? So basically, if you have a pulse and you have an opinion about stuff, you may get an invite from me at some point to come join. Or reach out to him, and he will put you on. I, of course, am your host, Luke, and Dadstalgia actually spun off from a podcast that I was doing called The Cinepub Podcast, where I discussed movies and booze, because uh, there are two things that I loved, so Dadstalgia was actually born... From the fact that I actually love a little bit of everything and this is my chance to talk about anything and everything that I want. Uh, I also write for uh, horror reviews for Bloody Good Horror. I'm also a co-host of The Electric Terrors, which will be coming back soon, so look forward to that. I guest on a bunch of friends' podcasts here and there. Uh, my wife and I have three beautiful little girls and the most recent one was born in June. My first guest, that who you heard already on the show, is none other than my beautiful wife, Jen. Jen, say hi to the people of the internet. Hello! Is there anything... We're going to get into some of this, but is there anything specific you want to say about yourself that's just vague? Well, I'm Jen. I'm the mother of our three wonderful little girls. So that adds a whole nother realm of patience to the because you have to deal with actually multiple kids including me uh, multiple children including you now i just happen to be on maternity leave right now so that has been nice and so i roped you into this is basically what you're saying basically she's nodding uh anyway uh as i said the flow of these shows is going to be kind of free flow but i'm gonna try and hit on specific things each time also, these main episodes will appear in the feed at least once a month for now, and I intend to record and release shorter episodes where I cover reviews for movies, TV shows, books, kind of whatever happens to tickle my fancy and that I have an opinion about. Those will be sporadic as they come up, but I do plan for at least one episode with a guest to hit the feed at, uh, at the end of the month. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Since this is the first episode, I thought we could use it as a get-to-know-me slash us, so let's kick into a little bit about ourselves outside of what we do. Your favorite foods, drinks, your favorite movie growing up, hobbies, basically anything that will help people get to know us better. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go. Ladies first. So when Luke came, brought this assignment to me, 
I wanted to bring a little bit of a 90s spin to this. I was born in actually the 80s, but um, grew up in 90s, 2000s, and there was a lot of amazing stuff back then that they just don't make anymore. As I started thinking about this, one of my favorite pops growing up was Surge. And I know they brought Surge back for a little bit. I don't know if it's back still, but they brought it back, but it wasn't the same Surge as when I had it as a kid. And I'm not a huge pop drinker unless I have it in alcohol or I'll occasionally have a fountain pop here or there. But I'll be honest, I don't drink a lot of pop. I didn't drink a lot of pop as a kid either. But the thought of having a surge made me feel cool. Um, I also remember going over to my grandma's house and she would buy, I can't remember what they were, what they're called. They still make them, but she called them Jenny beers. And they were those twist top juices. The Like the Kool-Aid? Yeah, the Kool-Aid burst. Kool-Aid burst. Kool-Aid burst. So those are probably my two favorite beverages growing up now i mean i drink water by day usually a rum and diet at night every night and the, <laughs> i i shouldn't say occasional but the the occasional fireball shot oh yes growing up some of the things that i remember obviously were listening to the radio and you would have your head you'd have your boom box you'd be listening to your radio and then you'd hit record when the radio came on to, into to your catch cassette, your song on your cassette into your cassette to get your song i mean i mean i just remember like we were luke and i were just in the hospital two days ago with our oldest she broke her elbow but we're in there, and she's like, well, I want to watch this specific show. I don't remember what show it was. And we were like, honey, this is not Netflix. You can't pick what you want to watch. There's commercials. You have to play what's on TV. And kids these days are spoiled. I, we're, to be fair, we are also spoiled because we like our stuff to be on demand now, too, because we got ingrained into that at an older age. Well, and absolutely, and we don't have cable anymore because we have What's too the, many streaming services. It's funny because that's one of the things, not to to diverge from your, uh, your thought process, but that's one of the things I like about the service that you always give me crap about when you see it come across our uh, bank statements. Shutter has a thing, has a section on their app where you can just turn it on and you just watch whatever they're playing at the time. So it's, it's from their selection of stuff, but it's just, they just constantly play movies and you just watch whatever they're showing as opposed to then, as opposed to picking out the specific thing that you want to watch. Well, so does PBS Kids. <sighs> <laughs> yes. Um, I remember, and still to this day, I love a good boy band Pandora channel. I was driving to KC this but nobody, past weekend. nobody listens to Pandora anymore, Jen. Well, according to our friend, nobody listens to Pandora. I did the survey, though, and, I mean, majority of people still listen to Pandora. So, I was driving to KC. I was driving home from KC this past weekend on Sunday, and I ran out of stuff, my book that I was listening to. So, I turned on... In sync radio on Pandora. Oh, not Ja Rule. And I have got to say, it was amazing. Ja Rule radio, also very, very good. Your listeners are learning a lot about how nerdy I am right now. Uh, they're learning a lot about you that it's going to be really disappointing when I have like two or three things to talk about here. <laughs> um, we've recently got Paramount Plus. Which was really cool. We got it for the new the Paw, Patrol. Paw Patrol movie that they were streaming on there. But I have to say, Rugrats, Doug, Hey Arnold, those are some of my favorites. Rocco? You know, I wasn't horribly into Rocco or Cat Dog, 
but the I I'm gonna have to say Double Dare Legends of the Hidden Temple. I'm we were watching be, those today. I we were just introducing our five and a half year old to those, and she's all about Legends of the Hidden Temple. As she should be, which really makes amazing. me feel like I've accomplished. I'm, I've accomplished something today. We'll uh, we'll get her to be a Silver Snake fan before you know it. Yeah, I don't remember what I think she was rooting for the Silver Snakes today. I don't remember. I just heard her say, "I'm rooting for the ones that that the two teams that just won." <laughs> oh, which as you do these days. Yes. All right. Is that everything for you? Um, yeah, I think I've spoken enough. It's your turn. <laughs> I think most people would probably rather listen to you, to be honest. So, uh, I, I mean, I don't. I, mine's gonna be really disappointing because I don't have a bunch. I'm gonna be really succinct here, but I, uh, I'm very boring because I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before. But I, I loved Jurassic Park as a kid. It scared the shit out of me in the theaters, uh, but I loved it and has as. You hearing that, probably you probably understand why I like horror movies because I actually, the 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 feeling of being scared, I think, is one of the things that draws me to those type of movies because it's kind of an adrenaline rush, and that's that those are the kind of things I look for in movies. But as a kid, you'd probably find me a lot of times bawling my eyes out watching stuff like All Dogs Go to Heaven or uh, <clears throat> Homeward Bound. Oh, Homeward Bound! That was a that was a fave of mine too. It's interesting when you talk about your past because you don't remember stuff until someone else brings it up. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that was really good. That is, that, that is true. Uh, I was also obsessed with Joan Soda. Uh, it's a lot, but I feel like the Joan Soda is a lot different from the 90s than it is today. But I think one of the things about those that you used to like was that they, they usually each bottle would have a different piece of artwork on it. So everybody would try to collect... Uh, all the different labels, but I was obsessed with those, uh, which you can keep in mind for later because uh, we might be talking about that a little bit later too. Uh, and mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I am a big fan of craft beer, which I have uh, uh, my a uh, can of my favorite brewery's new beer uh, sitting in front of me to enjoy here in a minute, uh, which is from Cross Train Brewing Company, and it is their uh, Citra Dry Hopped Fairy Nectar, which is brand new. If you're in the Omaha area and you've not tried it, I suggest trying it. And if you're not in the Omaha area, just shoot us a message and we can ship one out to you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> you don't want to share? Uh, I mean, if I get bombarded by like a hundred like emails of people asking me to send them free beer, then that might be a problem. We'll just pick a winner then. I'm yeah. also I'm also being like uh, eye in the sky. Uh, thinking that a hundred people are going to listen to this a lot of people are local i think maybe not shoot us in the comments with where you're at but other than all of that i lived in small town iowa so my spare time was spent playing super nintendo later on nintendo 64 which if you listen to my the trailer that i put together for this i do intend to get into some of my favorite games uh but i don't want to get into every single topic in that i talked about on there on the first episode Oh, Super Nintendo. It was one of my faves. Uh, it's it's arguably the greatest console of all time. Super Nintendo is top notch. I I mean I still I've been I playing kn- I've been playing stuff on the the virtual console uh, thing on the Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah. Blake always wants to play Mario on there. But she's confused because it says Super Nintendo and she wants it to be a picture of Mario. (laughs) Yes. That's a little bit about us, but something else about us is that we are old and we like to do puzzles. Would you agree with that? Well, I would say me more than you, but yes. I like to do do puzzles when they're almost done. Yeah. Because they're much easier for me to find pieces. But something else about me is that I, 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 I apologize. I wear glasses, so it's hard for me to focus on stuff for a very, especially little details like that for a long period of time. We actually just finished a puzzle this morning, which was interesting. Yes, the, the, I can see it. What's the it say? 2000s. 
the, it was the, the, new, the, the new millennium. The new it was millennium. from the 2000s. And I'll tell you, we recently did the 90s puzzle from this same brand. And, um... What is that brand? Because that's our favorite brand. The new millennium puzzle this past week, and I related to more of the stuff in the new millennium than the nineties. I don't know if some stuff in the nineties was from like, I mean, I was born in the late eighties, so I would have been young for some of the nineties stuff. But the two thousands, I remember a lot of it. Which means you don't want to buy the nineteen eighties one because you won't understand any of it. This is from, what's the brand? It's like White Mountain or something like that. Let me go look. They have a 1980s one that I really that I really wanted to buy. Granted, I was obviously not old enough to to remember most of the 80s. But I mean, I remember, I would probably remember uh, looking at some of the, the pop culture things from the 80s. Like the, the stuff from the movies, because obviously I'm the, I'm the movie guy that remembers stuff like that. Absolutely. And watches them. I just got up and looked. It's White Mountain. Um, they have tons of different puzzles. And the other one that we've done before is Things I Ate as a Kid. And it just got all kinds of food nostalgia on it. And it's it's pretty good. It's got tapioca on it, though. And who the hell ate tapioca as a kid? Well, things you ate as a kid. Maybe, like, our parents might have eaten tapioca. I don't know. I didn't eat tapioca. So you're saying that um, these puzzles like, are built for old people. But, well, we are. <laughs> we do We do act like we're old. Well, those puzzles are a good way to, to, to reminisce about things that you might have forgotten from a long time ago. Like, the 90s one was a good one, as we were doing it, because I remember... We would be like, oh, do you remember, like, this specific event or this uh, product or something that was on it? Yeah. The the <clears throat> new millennium I related to more. Like, I knew everything on the new millennium. The 90s one, there was people on there that I was like, who is that? And it may just be just that I don't know who it is because I'm not very good with people or the names. The new ones. The new millennium also had like the like it had the Nintendo Wii for as far as like products and stuff go and everybody knows the Nintendo Wii. Granted, not everybody probably owned a Nintendo Wii. Even less people owned a Nintendo Wii U. <laughs> like we did. Oh yeah, I remember that. I mean, growing up, I did I had a I had a Nintendo at one time. I don't remember that as much as having a Super Nintendo. Uh, but my parents had an Atari from when they first got married. They sell those plug-and-play Ataris still. Yeah, and that was pretty cool. They had, like, a burger game that I liked to play. Now, I think years later I played it as an adult. Like, I downloaded something and played it. I don't remember. And it, it was not the same as I remember as a kid. I think that we have uh, one of the, So, we bought a long time ago we bought one of those little plug-and-play controllers that had games built into it. Yeah. And I think it has that burger game that you're talking about on it. And that might have been what it was from, but it just wasn't what I remembered as we a use kid. It, we use it now as a toy for to distract the kids <laughs> when they want to play with our controllers. <laughs> We're, I would say that one of our parenting wins is that Blake likes the Nintendo Switch. Oh, she loves it. She plays uh, Yoshi's Crafted World yeah. all the time, and she's actually very good at it. Yeah, she does pretty good. She was playing it uh, tonight while we were making dinner, and she wanted my help with something, and I said, you're going to have to wait until after we get done eating dinner or when your dad comes in from grilling. And next thing I know, she figured out what to do. So it's just a little bit of perseverance there. She also likes to play. She uh she played the uh, when I got the Super Nintendo Classic. She was playing. Uh, I actually got a video of her playing uh, Super Mario, where she was just kind of learning. She was just moving the character back and forth yeah. and jumping, which she, I was still pretty proud of. She want she asked for Mario originally, uh, a couple when she was playing it last week. She said she wanted to play Mario, and I was like, okay. Um, but she ended up playing Yoshi's Crafted World. She also likes... Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing. 
But she doesn't quite understand every aspect of that yet. She likes to jump into the water and catch the sea creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean. And change her clothes and yeah. catch the bugs. Which at this point, that's that's all you can really do on that game anymore if you've done literally everything else yeah. on it. And it makes me happy because obviously I grew up with the Super Nintendo. Not that we played all the time. Because we didn't, and she doesn't play it all the time either. She maybe pulls it out once or twice a week. But it's just a parenting win for me. Wait till she digs into some of the games that I downloaded, like Duke Nukem and Friday the 13th and stuff. Then we'll be in trouble. I I don't think she would. Did you? You never played... You don't even know what Duke Nukem is, do you? No, no clue. There's legitimately sections of that game where if you go where you go into like strip clubs and you can get like the the little background like the strippers in the back to show their boobs and stuff um, it's it's one of those things where you can tell like video games are made by lonely nerds it's specific things like that where you're like why does this have to be in the game i mean i used to play grand theft auto i believe i believe i played it on i mean my i think everybody PS. in the world Yes. There's, there's one for every PlayStation. It, I played it on a PlayStation that I had. I liked it. I'm not good at those kind of games. So, for me, I mean, the it's nice... a Mario Kart, a Donkey Kong. I will play Animal Crossing. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World is even weird for me. And I'm even weird about 3D games. Like, well, I never know. had... I mean, I know that. You know that. I never had a... She hates... The Nintendo 64, Super Mario, uh, the Super Mario 64. She hates it. I bought the I bought the the one that had Super Mario 64, uh, the whatever the sun Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy, and she fired it up thinking that she was gonna love it, and she started playing, and she's like, "Are these all 3D? Why would you waste your money on this?" Oh, I was I was so mad. I hate 3D games. I want a side-scroller game, so that obviously dates me way back. I never had a 64. I just loved, I love side-scroller games. We're both big fans of uh, Donkey Kong Country games, so those are probably oh. my absolute favorite. You know, we went back and played Donkey Kong Country 3 recently. Wasn't it 3? I'm pretty sure it was 3. And yeah. we were playing it, and it's hard. Oh, all, all those Super Nintendo Nintendo games are, like, super-duper, like, challenging. That's that's what... That was what was so great about them at the time, is they're not just... Yeah, you can't beat it in, like, a day. Like, yeah. we went through, and I, I think we spent, like, a week where when the kids went to bed, we were playing it. And I'd, I'd get mad. We should go play it, like, right now, after we're done here. I would... We should. I would get mad, though, because... I couldn't beat the level, like the the roller coaster level, when you're on the roller coaster going down it in the barrel or the uh, like wood crate, or even like and the you mine gotta carts. jump over stuff. It's it's hard. I think I remember yeah, I had I had a whole bunch of lives and you wasted them all. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not good. It's just fun. She gets mad playing video games with me because I. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I am just, I, I naturally catch on to games very quickly. And so when she's struggling, I will be like, here's what you have to do. And she gets very, very upset. It, you can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes because it's the most annoying thing. It is He's our like, version. Well, let me try. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I want to be able to do this on my own. It is our, it is don't apparently. Don't sit there and watch me. You make me nervous. <laughs> it is apparently our like our version, our couple version of me mansplaining things to her. And she loves it, you can tell. I think we went off on a tangent. I don't remember what we're what that spun off in from, but I do want to switch gears because I I bought a couple of things for us to do on this episode. I think by your recommendation, because I, I if I'm I'm gonna be hundred percent honest when I introduce what this is, is I bought Dunkaroos because they brought Dunkaroos back, but I could only find the specific ones uh, that have like chocolate frosting. And I don't remember having any with chocolate frosting, but I actually remember not liking Dunkaroos when I was a kid. So 
I don't know that I really remember having Dunkaroos a lot. I just know it's a popular item that was brought back. And so I told Luke, I was like, maybe that's a good idea to grab just to try it out. So he grabbed vanilla cookies and chocolate frosting, which is right up my alley because I'm a chocolate lover. There is also, I think, van vanilla cookies with vanilla frosting. Yes. And they have like... Uh... They have like sprinkles in the cookies, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a funfetti type thing. So here they are, these little cookies here. With I, I just want to point frosting. out, look at it. It looks like it has oil on top of the chocolate frosting. Well, honey, yeah, that's which okay. makes it very appetizing to me. You're I'm, you're the chocolate lover, so you're gonna like this way more than me. I'm gonna love it. But you can't really get more simple than just crackers and frosting. They're basically they're not really crackers. They're like cookie. Oh yeah. This reminds me of, Blake always loves to eat, both of our kids like to eat. Our older kids like vanilla wafers. Vanilla wafers? Yeah, vanilla wafers with frosting, because I introduced that to them. And they love it. So what do you think of these? Now, I'll be honest, I don't, I, again, I, I don't remember liking these when I was kid. I don't remember getting them much, but weren't, when they were kids, weren't they little kangaroo crackers? Huh? These are just kind of round cookies that have a D on them. I don't know. Here. I'm, I'm giving you the D. <laughs> Honey, we're on. That is my, that is my we're one. We're on air. That is my one inappropriate joke for the day. What do you think, though? They're not bad, considering I'm not much of a chocolate guy. I like them. I mean, you give me an Oreo any other, I would much rather have an Oreo. The frosting is really fudgy. That's... Probably the saving grace, because if, if I am going to do chocolate, I do think I like fudge more than, like, just plain old chocolate. Mm -hmm. I really hope that the microphone's picking up my chewing and swallowing, because if there's one thing my wife loves, it's listening to me chew. He is such a loud eater. If you've ever seen the episode of How I Met Your Mother, where they talk about how Everything is great in a relationship, and then all of a sudden, somebody spoils this one thing that they find annoying for the person who likes them, and then that's the only thing that they can hear. And <clears throat> I think it's specifically Marshall who uh, Ted points out how loud uh, Lily chews. That's kind of what we're looking at here. It uh, it it never fails. I will be chewing what I think is very quietly and subtle, and she will look at me with disgust. And ask me why I have to be so loud. It could just be something soft, like a, a piece of like a just a piece of pizza and cheese. And she just looks at me like I've just spit in her face. You know, we're coming up on this year. Thirteen. We're, we're coming up on thirteen years of marriage here. I think I might have made that number up. So we're very comfortable with each other. <laughs> So that, that was just the plain old Dunkaroos. I surprised you when I came home from the store because I actually, we got, we got something fun where it's going to be like something old and something new because I Googled while I was there if they had any other different like Dunkaroos products and this has, to, I don't know when they started doing this. Maybe it's when they relaunched the Dunkaroos, but we have Dunkaroo cereal. Yeah. They're like Dunkaroos puffs. They look like a, like cookie crisp, kind of, but like a sprinkled cookie. So we're going to open these up, and we're going to get a bowl. We're actually going to try them dry, and then we're going to throw a little bit of milk on them. Side note, Luke just got the biggest bowl out we have in our house, instead of just grabbing a small kid bowl, because that's how Luke rolls. It's because this is dad-stalgia, and every time I got a bowl of cereal as a kid, I always... Filled it. I used to have a, I, you might remember these, but you, you probably never cared because you're not a baseball fan. They had, the, if you had enough proof of purchases or whatever the hell they're called, you could order in uh, these bowls that looked like batter's helmets mm. from baseball teams. And I always had a Seattle Mariners one. I always ate cereal out of. Two different kinds of bowls. One of them was those bowls with the straw attached to it. I never you had one of those. those? I, I remember them. I never had one of those. Um, 
And the I other just... thing was the Kellogg's bowls. That you could order with the points. You could order those Kellogg's bowls with like the toucan from Fruit Loops and the Tony the Tiger from Frosted Flakes. I do think and I remember those. And they were just those. the perfect size for cereal. I do think I remember those, but I, I, I remember the straw ones too. But I, I never drank my milk with a straw. I was always the Neanderthal that just, just cupped it in my hands and just went after it. So I tried the cereal dry. What do you think? I think they taste exactly like Cookie Crisp. Yeah, it's very much so like Cookie Crisp. So let's try it with a. I put some milk. Because these in are it. basically just it's they're cookies. They're like the Cookie Crisp, but instead of having. The fake chocolate chips in them. They've just got sprinkles. When do you think Cookie Crisp came out? Do you have a guess of the year that Cookie Crisp first originated? Mm. 2000. Uh, I'm going to give you another guess because it predates either of us. What? That's really shocking to me. It looked The box looked a lot different. Um, 1980. You're going to know exactly the year because it predates you by 10 years. 1977. Correct. That shocks me. Let me see the box. It kind of looks like a gnome. That's the, um, the Dunkaroos cereal, which I think now that's, uh, that box is all for the kids now. <laughs> So tell me this then. What is your absolute favorite cereal of all time? I love a good Honey Nut Cheerio. If you had said Raisin Bran, I was going to call the police. I mean, I used to eat Raisin Bran as a kid. And I would still eat it. I mean, I've eaten Raisin Bran, but you know what I did to it to make it way less healthy? Sugar? I drowned it in sugar. <laughs> I used to do that a lot. I would drown almost every every unsugared cereal I would drown in sugar, like uh, oh, Rice Krispies. Plain Cheerios, I would drown in sugar. Crispix, I would drown in sugar. And you know what? Crispix was mm. the worst one to do it with because as soon as you put milk on Crispix, it locks all that sugar inside of that little piece of cereal. <laughs> so you're basically just eating clumps of sugar surrounded by... Mm. The whatever breading they put on the the crispix are made of. Some cereals I like a little bit more soggy, like a Captain Crunch. I like that a little bit softer. Not not eat. really soft, soggy, but I don't like it right out. I mean, you ha Captain Crunch, you have to eat soggy because otherwise it'll chop up the inside of your mouth like Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger, whichever analogy or whichever one makes you feel better. So the Dunkaroos. I, I think those need to be a little bit soggier, too. Like, they're a little bit hard for me right now. I wanted to make a joke, and then I thought better of it. That was kind of you to our listeners. Okay, I only have a couple of other things I want to talk about, but I, I teased this before that uh, I was obsessed with Jones Soda as a kid, and as luck would have it, Jones Soda is still a thing. I don't know if it always was. It says independent since 96. I don't know how long that was out. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if, I, I don't remember even how recent it was, but Jones Soda one time at Thanksgiving released a Thanksgiving dinner like box and it was all yep. Thanksgiving themed sodas like stuffing and corn and They would have the stuff like that. weirdest freaking flavors. I worked at a grocery store when I was in high school and kids were obsessed with those. I, I spoke about this before, but I'm not a huge fan of soda because of the carbonation. When I was younger, I would drink Surge or I would drink Flat Pop. <laughs> That's like the weirdest thing you've ever she, heard. Because I don't like carbonation. I like a good fountain pop because the carbonation isn't like it is from a can or a, bo a bottle. But I can drink a day old soda. Like if Luke has a soda in the fridge and it's flat for him. I could drink it just fine. That's why we're a perfect match. So he he grabbed a Jones soda here. I have... Uh, I'm to be honest, it looks really fizzy for me. I have just the plain old cream soda because I'm... I, I'd have to look back to see what their flavors were, but I'm just a... I, I'm a fiend of cream soda in general, so I have to imagine that if they had this then, this is probably my favorite flavor. 
I think they had like a strawberry. They had weird flavors like corn and some weird stuff. And that that's what attracted the kids back in the day, like us kids. Because it was weird. It was different. You didn't have anything like that. Then now you have all kinds of weird stuff. You can find a soda for basically anything. Yeah. Did Do you remember that soda shop that we went to when we first got married? It's like Rocket Fizz or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they had the weirdest kinds of sodas. Because when I bought it, I think I bought, I think we bought a Buffalo, like a Buffalo Wild Yeah, one. it was weird. <laughs> Another thing I remember was Sobe. The Sobe drinks, I don't even know if they still make those. But if they do, we'll have to pick it up for another episode. Did you try this yet? This is, uh, it's. it looks like water. It looks like carbonated water. It is very vanilla forward. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not horribly carbonated. Like, it I almost could drink has this like just a, a little bit. It has a almost a vanilla extract. Yeah. Like, the way vanilla extract smells is kind of how this tastes. I agree. To your point, it's not it's not horribly carbonated. And I'll be honest, uh, if this wasn't ultra unhealthy, if this didn't have 140 calories and 35 grams of carbs per bottle, I could probably drink a lot of it. Back in the day, we didn't have to worry about that stuff. I know. Now that now that I'm old, I haven't forced to drink diet soda for various reasons. If you want any of this before I contaminate it, now's your chance. Because what I'm about to do is I'm going to do Jen's favorite thing. I'm going to add uh, rum to this. Because now that I'm an adult, I'm, I want to experience Jones Soda with alcohol in it. Luke loves to experiment with stuff. I don't want any more of it. It was It was fine. Again, oh God. How much do you think is too much for this? I try it right now and then add more if needed. He added like a, probably, probably like a two second pour. Not a, quite a shot. And I just want to point out you're stirring with your finger right now. It's the flavor enhancer. Oh. I could stir it with something else, but I think that would just gross you out more. There we go. How is it with the rum in it? I could not drink that drink. It doesn't taste that different to me. It's no, changed the color. It I, looks like it looks like a cream soda now because it's I'm, got that little bit of like yellow, like tannish color to it. I mean, but I don't drink sugar, full sugar drinks. The drinks that I drink are diet sodas, or well, I like mean, I might have the occasional like energy. I, I drink those Alani energy drinks. But it's like a healthy version of an energy drink and it's zero sugar and like 10 calories for the whole thing. So this thing is very sugary. For it me. is very sugary. But you're also talking about Jones soda. It's a, it's a cane sugar soda. I think that I'm going to out myself that I'm not a sugar expert. So I don't know the difference between your typical sugar and cane sugar or whatever sugar. I feel like this is a lot sweeter than most. Like even plain, even. A non-diet soda, this is way sweeter than that. Luke likes to enjoy the... He likes to enjoy the soda about, you know... Eight once times an, a day. Once an hour. Eight times a day. Yeah. I drink uh, pop when I'm bored. So, we've been trying to cut back on how much you've been drinking because he's been getting dehydrated. This is again aging us. I don't want to have this conversation. I also have high we blood are, pressure. We're aging ourselves... <laughs> As we speak. <laughs> I have high blood pressure. I've got tennis elbow. I got an MRI in my oh. shoulder. I worry, at least on a daily basis, that I'm probably about to have a heart attack. I mean, I have... This is what it's like to get old, people. And, I mean, I have plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the time. I get kidney stones like it's my job. Oh, I mean... This is, we're supposed to be talking about this things is, from the past. This is everything. No, it's not. You're, you're confused by the name. You're thrown off by the name. I feel like a lot of people will be. But this is the whole, this is an everything. We can talk about whatever we want. It's the internet. People can do whatever they want. On, you, you watch TikTok. People can do whatever they want on TikTok. This is the podcast version of TikTok. I can do whatever I want here. I hope people are still listening. That's Joan Soda. 
and Jones soda with rum in it. I have one other thing before we wrap up that I want to do because uh, something I, I want to make a part of this is because I'm a dad, I want to talk a little bit about parenting. I specifically want to talk about a parenting fail that was that I mentioned in my my uh, trailer for the show. But I also like moving forward at, for episodes. I, I I have parenting topics that I'd like to try to talk about with people, or various parenting fails because if there's any constant as a parent is that you will fail at things, and I think it's therapeutic to talk about them. Quite frankly, if you're a parent and you're struggling to, if you think that you're not doing the right thing or you think that you're failing on a daily basis and you're failing your kids, I am here to tell you that you're doing absolutely fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, parenting fails. Uh, we're going to start it off simple because this is something, oddly enough, I feel very passionate about this because it makes absolutely no sense to me. It's a weird thing to to feel passionate about, but what the frick? This that's my dad trying to have to cuss in front of a kid. What the frick is up with the three button on, buttons on a onesie? Okay, so it cannot just be me who every single time. Granted, most of the time it's in the middle of the night when I'm tired and I can't and I'm just not paying attention. I always misalign them and I get to the end and I'm like, oh crap, I don't have, I have no connectors left and I still have a button. Three kids in and I can't figure it out. And the whole thing of it is, is that I'm pretty sure like a month ago, I just buttoned one button and then the next morning you woke up to Changer and you were like, uh, you didn't even button all the buttons. I always button all the buttons. So I'm going to be honest, I... Sometimes we'll just button one. Let's be honest. When that diaper gets full, those but you need all three buttons to hold in the onesie. Otherwise, that, those things are going to give way when the diaper gets full. So my sister and her husband, they would only just button one. Here's the other thing that is frustrating. I feel like you're that's Wait. creating a thong for a baby at that at that point because well, they got the diaper on. <laughs> Yeah, but those diapers get full, and then they just start. It just starts cutting into the diaper. <laughs> you need to change I wish, the diaper more than I wish I could capture the the face that she just gave me. So today she was wearing this outfit our five year old picked out, and it was it had I don't know probably ten buttons. Those are the things that frustrate me more than the three button ones. I struggle the less with the ten buttons. The ten button sleepers, or she had like an outfit on that had ten buttons, and I was like, if I mess one of these up and I get to the end and it's messed up, I'm gonna be livid. Three buttons. If I mess it up, it's a quick fix. You mess up, and I've messed up on the beginning button with those, and you're starting over from scratch, and it's. It's not fun. Here's the thing about those ones. I struggle less with those because I, when I know I have so many more buttons to keep track of, I religiously track both sides with my finger so that I know exactly where I'm at. Whereas with the three button onesies, I I take for granted that I'm going to be able to figure it out because it's three buttons. I should be able to figure it out without even thinking about it. Well, here's the other thing that I think about, like, we put her in a sleep sack, so she's generally in a onesie when she goes to bed. Now, in the wintertime, if she gets rid of the sleep sack and all that, she might be in, like, a zip sleeper, but... We keep it cold in our house, though. She's in a onesie underneath her sleep sack. The sleep sack's fine with the zipper, but don't even get me started on the zippers that go from top to bottom. I prefer the ones from bottom to top. Because then you can take it halfway off, change a diaper. We're getting into way off topic here. You're perfectly on topic. I The nice thing about those uh, sleepers is that you don't have to adjoin the... I don't know what you call it, but like the things on the coat. The zipper. Yeah, but those are... But see, that, you just have to zip it up to the top. Yeah. 
You don't you, have to connect the thing. It's already there. You don't have to connect them. Yeah, like a coat. It's just, it's already connected. You do have to connect it at the top, right? No, no, it, it no, just it zips up. it goes down to the bottom. Yeah, that's true. It has true. two zippers. It has a zipper yeah. that goes up to the top and then a zipper at the bottom so that when you want to change them, you zip it up and then you can pull their legs out and stuff. Yeah, and some of the one, uh, not the onesies, but the sleepers have buttons. Those suck. But some of them have the zipper and some of them zip from bottom to top. That's fine, whatever. But I really like the ones that go from, uh, that zip from top to bottom and then when you have to diaper change you zip it up to the part you know halfway to the top you change the diaper you put it back on especially for the middle of the night yes but specifically it it the three button onesies i feel like you're getting a little bit critical with those it's something that i think about a lot because every single time i change one and i get it wrong you might you might think it's nothing like it's oh it's just three buttons I just unbutton yes I will just unbutton them and do it again, but I have failed to do it at least three times in a row before. Here's the thing for me: if it's in the middle of the night, and that's nine buttons, then to your point, you can't do the ten buttons in a row. But if I fail to do it three times in a row, that's that's at least nine buttons. But here's where you and I differ, because if I get two of them buttoned and the mess one, the third one's messed up. You leave it. I'm leaving it. And you know what? I'm leaving it. Because it's not worth it to me at 5 a.m. So Luke and I did used to um, wake up. Like he would wake up for one shift. I would wake up for the next. And when she woke up twice in the middle of the night. Now she's sleeping longer periods. So she's generally only waking up one time. And... I remember I would just not change her diaper because I knew Luke did, <laughs> Luke did it the time before or he was going to do it the time after. So I wouldn't change her because I was like, well, she's going to be getting up in three hours anyways. And, you know, and one like time two I hours. One time I didn't change her out of spite, so that's the good parent. And oh. that I let my child go two diaper changes without being changed. No, I'm pretty sure that time I was like, I could tell, so I changed her. <laughs> yeah, wait, this is... This is nice. This is absolutely the the place to decompress and talk about the things that you do that are not that are not right, but also at the same time, I feel like these are all the things that a lot of people struggle with on a daily basis. And I feel like the three onesie thing just uh, outs me as OCD because I can't, I refuse to do the one button. I refuse to do two buttons. I have to do all three. You are too much of a perfectionist. I am a perfectionist in everything that I do, <laughs> except for podcasting, because I will release something with you making uh, bag noises of boxes and <laughs> any number of things. I'm going to let it slide because Well, you want to be able to I'm hear at. me open the, the Dunkaroos. I, I know, right? So everybody listeners know, like, hey, they're opening the Dunkaroos every, right now. Everybody wants to listen to the ASMR of us chewing and opening bags and all that stuff. Honey, that's the point. Do you have anything else you want to say about the three, one, the three buttons on a onesie? Because... This is something I I feel very passionate about, and one of our kids is crying on the monitor. I don't know. I don't have a problem with the three-button onesies. Obviously, you do. Um, I'm also looking at your spelling on your little Word document here with your notes on it, and it's spelled incorrectly. Don't tell people how the sausage is made. Honey... I know it's spelled onzi. I can see it. Yeah, it's supposed to be one. You were criticizing. S I E. You were criticizing me for making notes at all. So get over. Yeah, it. I don't have any notes written. I'm just flying off the cusp here. We're the, just having a conversation. The cusp? You mean you're flying off the cuff? Cusp, cuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's, You're learning a lot about us tonight. That's Episode some, one. That's something else my wife really loves is when I correct her. I think all women love that, honestly. If I'm being 100% honest. Women love to be corrected by men. That's what I found out. If you don't want your marriage to last, <laughs> continue correcting your wife. That's all I, I have to say. I feel like I want to tell people that I'm being sarcastic, but you know that I'm being sarcastic. 
whereas the internet might not know it. But we're just, I might just cut that part out so that I just get a whole bunch of hate mail because that would be probably be fun for me. If there's any way, if I've learned anything from the internet, if there's any way to get people to listen to you, it's have very bad opinions and to be offensive and people will listen to you. They will hate listen to you, but they will still listen to you. So should we get on the topic <laughs> of like politics? Absolutely or... not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm teasing. We are not going to talk about politics on here at all. We're not going to judge anybody for their opinions either if you have them i mean i will judge i might not say it out loud though well you and i have very differing opinions and i don't know (sighs) maybe you judge me you still love me every day yes this is true uh so yeah that's that's parenting the first parenting fail of dad stalgia and that's actually going to bring us to the end of the first episode of Dadstalgia. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and want to point out that I will also be releasing a bit of extra audio to go along with this, which features a bunch of my friends as we were getting together and having some drinks and just having some fun talking about some of the things that we used to like when we were kids growing up. So hopefully you will come back and tune in for that as well as uh, subsequent episodes of the show. Till then, you can reach me at dadstalgiapod at gmail.com as well as following us on social media via the username dadstalgiapod where we will try to interact with posting fun tidbits from, you know, the 90s, anything nostalgic, uh, just to kind of tickle everybody else's nostalgia bone but again thank you for tuning in and i hope to see you guys again soon